Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we begin a three-week series on the one-page book of the Bible called Jude. Jude was the half-brother of Jesus who became a believer following the death and resurrection of the Christ. Jude's letter begins, Jude, a slave of Jesus Christ and the brother of James, to those who are called beloved in God the Father and kept for Jesus Christ. Please listen to Pastor Harris as he presents today's portion of this week's message entitled, Called Beloved and Kept. Today we continue our series on the Bible postcards, those one-page books of the Bible. The final one of them is the next-to-last book in your Bible, in the English Bible anyway. It is the book of Jude. This one is the most cryptic of the postcards. Indeed, arguably, even though it's only one page long, maybe the most, one of the most difficult books of the whole Bible as far as things that are meaty and difficult to understand. This one certainly has more of those than the other postcards combined. Uh, indeed, this tiny book contains um, more deep stuff than many books much longer than itself. To hear most sermons and most discussions of the Bible, you might get the idea that the book of Jude contains nothing except its final two verses. They are the great friend of every pastor who has needed to sound spiritual at the end of the service. Now to him who is able, we'll go on, we'll get there in due time. Um, But this is a special occasion for me to talk about Jude today. No, I, I, I've done it before, but this is something, the beginning of something that I wanted to do for almost 50 years. I have preached on Jude, I've preached all the way through it in one sermon, and I've um, done it in up to three sermons, and even when I did that, I felt squeezed for time. So Lord willing, this is going to be the first of a seven-part series on this book. Scott Basolo and I are going to team up on you. And we are going to wallow, splash, splash, frolic, and rejoice through the book of Jude. The little secret is we planned this many months ago. And I thought, hey, what a great run-up for that to talk about the other Bible postcards. And it happened to fit exactly into the amount of time we had after Ephesians. Sometimes I think somebody else plans this stuff. Now, I mentioned that it was something happened almost 50 years ago. I was in a Greek exegesis class in seminary taught by the legendary Dr. Robert Thomas. Dr. Thomas is arguably the finest New Testament scholar of the 20th century. I fancy that when Dr. Thomas arrived in the presence of the Lord, September 6th of 2017, he, that he was immediately asked questions by people who had studied the New Testament over the last nearly 2,000 years. 
Well, one day in our class, uh, Dr. Thomas said that if any of us were looking for a master's thesis topic, that he would love to see someone write a thorough exegetical commentary on the book of Jude. Well, I was one of three who stormed up to him after class to uh, volunteer, and I'd hoped he would pick me. Well, it turned out, he said, I I think there's enough for all of you. But soon one uh, changed his mind. He wound up writing a very good thesis, but for a different professor in a different department. And the other two of us dug in. We both produced theses. And as it turned out, the other guy wrote on one aspect of the background of Jude, not even everything about the background. He devoted himself to answering whether Jude quoted from Second Peter or whether Peter quoted Jude. My thesis ended up with the catchy title, The Identity and the Sin of the Angels in Jude 6 and 7. It has sold zero copies worldwide since then. But it is in a library. Uh, At the rate that my friend uh, Imani and I handled our theses, that detailed exegetical commentary on Jude would end up being over 2,400 pages. This is a special book. Now, I don't mean we're going to write a 2,400-page commentary. But my task for for today is to get us started. So I'm going to do two things, the background and the beginning. We're going to plow our way through a whopping two verses of this book. For the background, we'll start with the standard five why or five W questions. Who, what, when, where, and why. Look at verse 1 of Jude with me. Jude, a slave of Jesus Christ and brother of James to those who are the called, beloved in God the Father, and kept for Jesus Christ. Well, first, the who. Jude describes himself in relationship to Jesus Christ and to his earthly brother, James. We'll circle back to that in a few minutes. He is the author of this book, no secret there. It's harder to identify the original readers because they are not described by a place or a time or in relationship to an event held in common with Jude. There are no greetings from one group to another group here. So this is clearly one of the general epistles meant to be distributed generally throughout the body of Christ. As a matter of fact, it clearly is meant for all Christians when he says it is to those who are the called, beloved in God the Father, and kept for Jesus Christ. And we'll also circle back to that in a few minutes. Now, we can take a cautious, educated guess about who this book was written to. And the, the simple answer is, everybody who loves Jesus. But we know that um, there were probably some Jewish believers among the group. And of course, we know Jude was rather Jewish, being a half-brother of Jesus. This book has at least seven allusions to Old Testament history, as well as a quote from a Jewish document that was not part of the Old Testament, but was widely circulated and well-known among the Jews and the Jewish Christians of the first century. We'll learn about the book of Enoch when we get to that part of the book. So uh, we know that Jude's brother James wrote specifically to Jewish Christians. 
James 1.1. 1, 1. It's to the 12 tribes dispersed abroad. And then he talks about their faith in, in Christ. So he specifically wrote to Jewish believers. Now you have his brother Jude specifically not using um, primarily Jewish terminology. So um, uh, we, we really do believe that this is meant for, uh, was originally addressed to a group of a mixture of Jews and Gentiles, which is to be expected in the latter part of the, of the first uh, centuries, uh, of the first century, I should say. So that's the who. Now the what. Really simple to answer that. This letter is a warning to Christians about false teachers, how they influence Christians and churches, and how to resist their influence. That's an easy question. Read through Jude, you'll agree with that. So that's who and what and then when. Well, the fact is the date doesn't matter very much to you and me as far as how we understand the book, but it is a source of debate among the, the scholars. The issue, there's a couple of them. One of them um, revolves around the relationship between this book and Second Peter. You can find some very similar terminology. It looks like one referred to um, the other. And it is a legitimate question whether, Jesus, whether Jude used material from Peter or Peter used material from Jude. The best evidence is that Jude quoted from Peter, which makes this book after Second Peter. Even I can figure out you don't quote things that haven't been written yet. All right? Um, so Jude refers to, and we'll see this in verses 17 and 18, Jude refers to, quote, the words that were spoken beforehand by the apostles. Now that sounds like Jude is putting himself pretty clearly after the rest of the apostles. And that would make a case for saying that Jude did write after the other apostles, and he specifically is going to refer to Peter, who certainly was one of the original apostles. But um, we know that all the rest of them, except for John, were dead by then. So it seems that Peter was warning of something that was to come, and Jude is saying, it's here. We have to, we have to deal with it. That other master's thesis that I mentioned dealt with that, uh, with um, which of Peter and Jude was the chicken and which was the egg. And the conclusion is Peter is the chicken and Jude is the egg. Well, I don't know. How does that one work? I can't remember. Peter came first and then Jude. Peter warned. Jude said it was happening. Now, I believe, therefore, that the letter was probably written between uh, 75 and 80 A.D. Now, uh, Dr. Thomas agrees with me, so I'm right. I mean, there, you never disagree with Dr. Thomas on anything regarding the New Testament and, and win the argument. However, uh, most of the Bible scholars, and probably your study Bible, uh, dates this book at around 68 to 70 A.D., and that could be. It just, we ha it just has to be after Second Peter for it, to, uh, for it to make sense. But the sole reason that um, people say that Jude has to be somewhere between, somewhere 68, that's because that's after Peter, but before 70 is that the temple was destroyed in A.D. 70, and they say since Jude doesn't mention the destruction of the temple, it has to be before 70. But if you want to apply that, that logic 
First John has to be before 70. Second John has to be before 70. Third John has to be before 70. The Gospel of John has to be before 70. And the book of Revelation has to be before 70. And they are. So you can't, you can't make a dogmatic conclusion about something that isn't said. If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.